0: Hey everyone, it's Alex here. You know, Alex Bell? No, you don't, because I'm never allowed on the podcast. Anyway, Dan, James, Andy and Anna have all gone home for Christmas, but I'm still stuck in the QI office. They've told me to edit together a best of 2014 episode for no such thing as a fish, but screw them, I've decided to put together a worst of 2014. So, here's some of the most crude, inane and ludicrous nonsense they've come up with over the past year that they never wanted you to hear. Enjoy.
1: We ran it on QI a few years ago. Yeah. Um, which was, there's no such thing as a fish. Yeah, there's no such thing as a fish. No, seriously. It's in the Oxford Dictionary of Underwater Life. It says it right there, first paragraph no such
2: thing as a fish. <laughs>
3: Hello! Welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish, a weekly podcast coming to you from the QI offices in Covent Garden. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's Covent. I can't say it. Covent. coffin, coffin. Speaking yeah. of
1: health and safety, this is not quite related, but there's a guy called Hilaire Purbrick. He's like a, an eco-warrior, and he tried to um, live in a cave in Brighton. Um, But then his cave got checked by the local fire brigade and the council um, sought an injunction banning him from entering it because it didn't have enough fire exits. (laughs) Just had one exit. Just one exit. One big one. But I think basically he's had like a running battle with the council because um, they shut down his vegetable shop in 1999. Um, But they shut it down even though he only had one customer, a pregnant woman who bought his sprouts. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: when she gives birth and stops (laughs) craving sprouts yeah exactly it's the end of it we were talking
5: about how to become an astronaut and there was uh, an interview last year with Dwayne Ross who is the manager of the astronaut selection office at NASA um, and they asked him Uh, This is PopSci. Uh, Any entertaining interview moments come to mind? And he said, one of my favourites was we had this one person say when we asked him why he wanted to be an astronaut Well, my grandfather was an astronaut, my father was an astronaut, and now I want to be an astronaut we knew that wasn't true but we didn't <laughs> mind a little light heartedness in the interview that's <laughs> yeah, very sweet
2: that's quite um,
4: funny I think I would have employed him however underqualified he was I
5: don't think that they look for funny though
4: like, wouldn't that get annoying after a year of an incessant joker imagine uh, James' has bad puns for a year <laughs> solidly you can't escape
5: I don't even like him for half an hour <laughs> it's like just a mere pun <laughs>
2: Oh my god.
5: (laughs) That was amazing. I was panning on demand. It's like those people who can burp on demand. It's like a a superpower. It's like like
1: people who can burp on demand, only a little bit more irritating
2: (laughs) (laughs)
5: I think Gilbert of Gilbert and Sullivan once got involved in a lawsuit against a man with a barrel (laughs) organ who was playing outside his house at all hours. I think
1: you're right. I remember that happening as well.
5: (laughs) And I think they went to court, and I think he lost, or I think Uh, he got really irate and smashed up the barrel organ and then had to pay for a new one. uh,
1: (laughs) He was working, wasn't he, and he kept hearing this music all the time, and he couldn't do his job. Maybe that's what was inspiring him, Yeah, you'd
5: think that he would be grateful of free music. Apparently not. I wish there was someone outside my flat shouting out facts all the time that I could just write down. That'd be amazing. <laughs>
1: if anyone has any write. facts that Andy lives on twenty seven
2: <laughs>
3: I read that they found not too long ago the oldest spider web ever. Okay. And it what was, was in that? it was in East Sussex, I think, and it oh, was in really?
5: it was in Amber. I was trying to come up with a really really good good joke for that and I haven't done. Just keeping you updated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How, how, the, how the podcast's going for me. <laughs> I was going to go, so cutting like George Osborne's wallet or, you know, Ming Campbell's...
4: Vagina. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know the circumstances under which George Harrison lost his virginity. And I find it hard to believe, but it's straight from the horse's mouth. He lost his virginity to a... A horse. He, they were... <laughs> Not a horse, a prostitute. Yeah, oh,
5: a sorry, horse. Less funny. George Harrison, did he say? Yeah, he. Lost, yeah. so they
4: were on tour in Hamburg, the four of them. He lost his virginity to a prostitute while he was in bunk beds in the same room as the other three Beatles. They stayed quiet throughout the whole thing, but then they cheered as soon as he was finished.
3: Yeah, oh. they used to live in... Uh, they were residents... Yellow submarine. In a <laughs> yellow submarine. No, they, they, uh, they had a residency at this bar in um, Hamburg, and so they had to live in the back in these bunk beds. So everything, they all... They, they all... didn't have
4: to have sex with prostitutes in the back,
3: though. No, but that, I mean, they, yeah, they did kind of. They had nowhere else to go. And they, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, what I'm saying is, <laughs> not do it. What I'm saying is, that's just what they all did. They all did it. Mr.
1: Schreiber, couldn't you tell us why you had sex with that <laughs> prostitute in the back of Tesco's? I had to. I had to
3: do it. Yeah, the others had blocked up all the
1: good spots in the QI office. Uh,
3: <laughs> Can I quickly talk about um, just running generally? I was thinking about in sports, because uh, I remember someone saying how much David Beckham runs oh, yeah. per match, which is a lot. I hmm. didn't remember the exact amount, but then I thought, oh, I wonder in other sports, I wonder which sport you run the most in outside of running. And um, it's quite surprising, The someone's done a, a list of what happens. So with basketball... Um, there's quite a lot of running that goes. It's something like 2.4 kilometers or something per match that you end up running. be wow. okay. more than that. Yeah, I would say football. The soccer is, the most. is about. Uh, sorry, football. Soccer is about nine. For for the high end, it's roughly around seven. Uh, American football. What do you think it is for American football? Uh, less.
1: About 500 meters.
5: Are you counting Depends walking off and well. on again? Sorry. Are you counting walking off and on again?
3: Yeah, counting everything. A lot mm-hmm. of,
1: like, it depends which player you are. Like, the running backs would run
3: a long way. That's the thing. It's really tiny. There's only, average per match, 11 minutes of movement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that insane? How long is a match? Three hours. Three hours, and there's only 11 minutes worth of movement for the whole yeah, match. what an 11 <laughs> oh, <I appreciate> <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't they just do the 11 minutes and get it over with?
1: Like no, a... it's much better than that. It's like <laughs> cricket. It's um, nuanced, let's say.
3: Right. Wow. Cool. Uh, and tennis. Tennis, they run a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but it's it's surprising, okay. I guess, when you consider the length of the field in comparison to say like American football. You just think it's but it's it's the higher end. It's it's just behind football. Mm. Uh, yeah. Do you have figures for the 400 meters? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I should have. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's all right i have what? a question
1: for you all okay yeah it's a question yeah um in the last olympics usain bolt won uh ran 100 meters in under 9.3 seconds but he didn't get a world record why
3: um why
4: why why? could is this work outable yeah um okay and it was during an olympic com-
1: contest
3: it yep. wasn't in a
4: practice or anything it wasn't a full start
3: nope he had his shoelaces untied
1: Nope, although he did have one shoelace untied when he broke the world record. Okay, um. Was he disqualified for some reason for it? No. Was fine. he just running mm. for a bus? <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> No, the answer is because it was part of his 200 meter race. The oh. second half of his 200 meter race, he did in 93 no seconds. No way! Because he had um, you have a running start, don't you? Yeah. So whereas like a 100 uh. meters, you have to get up to that speed, and 200 meters, you're already at that speed. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's
3: yeah. really good. Good fact. We probably won't use this, but I just want. <laughs> it's just it was just when Thanks I was up. when I was looking into smells in space and the uh, the farting thing oh, yeah. uh, came up. Um, I discovered um. a a video it's a sort of audio um, extract from the 1972 Apollo 16 mission uh, in which John Young Uh, is on the moon talking about farting, not knowing that his microphone is on. Um, And he also swears. And it was a big deal because, if you remember on a previous podcast, no such thing as a swear word on the moon, they'd done so much work to make sure astronauts don't swear on the moon, and this guy just let one go as he was talking about farting. And I've got it here. He let one go as he was talking (laughs) about letting one go. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, so there is a swear word on the moon. It was John Young while talking about farting, um, and he swore twice.
4: What a piece of shit.
5: So basically this fact is pretty much just an excuse to talk about Sir Renov Fiennes. Well, he was expelled from the SAS. He calls it that Castle Cone business, which is where... <laughs> He um, he plotted to blow up bits of the set of Doctor Doolittle, uh, and it was being filmed in Wiltshire. And uh, he was plotting to blow it up with some flares and plastic explosive.
3: And he got fined five hundred quid for that. He got busted though because um, some local squirrels saw him doing it and reported it to Doctor Doolittle. Uh. <laughs> so.
2: Since we're on
4: Explorers, my new favourite explorer is Joseph Banks, who was the Uh, botanist on Cook's expeditions. But he's so great. He was this really charming guy who always befriended the locals wherever he went. So they landed on Tahiti and within days he was picking up bits of the language and he was sleeping with them, sometimes actually copulating with them and sometimes just sleeping next to them. And on the first day they arrived in Tahiti, picture the most clichéd, like if you're watching a cartoon of discovering Tahiti. And that's basically what happened. So they, they climbed ashore. And they ended up on their first night dining deliciously on fish and breadfruit. Joseph Banks sitting next to a Tahitian queen. Um, he spotted a really beautiful Tahitian lady at the opposite end of the dining area, beckoned to her. She came and sat on his other side. And they spent the whole evening eating delicious tropical fruits and hanging out with beautiful Tahitians, whom they all went and slept with over the next few days. Wow. It just sounds like the dream explorer.
3: Yeah, it sounds like they made it up, doesn't it? It
5: does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Cook end up being um, killed and Ethan? Yeah, he did. Yeah. And it sounds
3: like it was... There's a lot of theories about why that happened, and it sounds like it was a miscommunication. Of... Am, I,
5: am I making it up? Was it on the Sandwich Islands? Sandwich
4: Islands are now Hawaii, aren't they? I think it might have been the Sandwich I think Islands. I, ju-
5: I think I've just conflated two different stories in my head.
4: One um, thing um, about... conflating the Earl of Sandwich <laughs> with Captain Cook. Yeah,
5: didn't the Earl of Sandwich
2: <laughs> <them>? eat Captain Cook? <laughs> 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 Between yeah. two slices of breadfruit.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, at the glorious tahitian party the thing that broke it up was the tahitians didn't understand property so they kept on stealing um cook stuff without quite realizing that it was stealing and the party was broken up on the first night they were there because two of the guys from the expedition that had come on to land had a snuff box and their opera glasses pickpocketed and what were these people doing bringing opera glasses onto a newly discovered tahitian island into the south pacific or into the sun uh, <laughs> <laughs> you claim you don't <laughs> like musical theatre
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I just do something about haunted genitals yeah. <laughs> there was a guy um, in the medical literature who had a haunted scrotum
2: and he went <laughs> to
1: the doctor because he had an undescended right testicle and when they did a scan on him, they saw his left testicle, and they said his, the left side of his scrotum seemed to be occupied by a screaming ghost-like apparition.
2: Were, were these doctors? <laughs> yeah,
1: and in the, um, in the report that I read, it said, but what of the undescended right testis? None was found. If you were a right testis, would you want to share the scrotum with that so <laughs> the idea is this ghost-like left testicle scared away the right testicle uh, uh, what? I'm not sure they were being entirely serious about that reasonably yeah, this medical literature sounds very
4: have we talked we've talked haven't we before about the African uh, somewhere in Africa there was a panic recently where people believe that their testicles were disappearing oh, or their yeah. penises
2: were yeah.
5: Yeah. disappearing people, yeah. people, yeah. this is a common cultural trope yeah and a bit of South Asia
2: don't
4: feel bad it happens to everyone um, I was trying to think of stuff that uh, we think is on one date but actually is on another oh yeah. oh yeah obviously there's American Independence Day which I think John Adams at the time famously said because independence was voted for on the 2nd of July and John Adams famously wrote to his wife didn't he saying um, the second day of July 1776 will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America yeah. and was entirely wrong it was obviously the 4th of July right which was when it went through but um also I read about a hundred sixty 6 year old woman who just discovered that she's been celebrating her birthday on the wrong day for more than a hundred (laughs) years
1: it was the previous day they just found her birth certificate and went oh that's weird so technically now she's only six years old that's that's (laughs) how it works (laughs) yeah
4: very 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 quickly because I think this is really cool Um, in 15th century Germany speaking of vampires there was a biting epidemic that broke out and one nun in a convent fell to biting her companions and that spread throughout the convent and then from one convent to the next and it went from Germany up to Holland and as far as Rome and convents throughout the land nuns were just biting each other wow
1: that's amazing mass hysteria I guess
4: yeah mass hysteria the same thing happens with nuns meowing around the same time
3: I remember that one yeah Yeah. what was the how did the meowing stop it was a soldier who came in and said that he would hit them yeah. unless they stopped meowing you'd beat them they'd... with a pole yeah. <laughs> I did they the went,
2: trick
3: <laughs> do, you know, do you know in, a, in the book Dracula um, how to kill a vampire stake through the heart and cut off the head Yes, there's one other thing.
4: Do you have to have sex with it, or is that just in modern adaptations?
3: I, I don't
5: remember reading
3: that in my edition, but I did get the Penguin Classics. <laughs> edition. Um, I was thinking of the, the Rays of Sunlight Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, that would, So that never appeared in the original Dracula book.
5: Oh, well, that's why I didn't know it. <laughs> that's,
3: yeah, that's it's true, exactly but... that. I just thought that that was the classic thing that everyone knew about it. Yeah. That was in the movie, the very first movie. Wow. And the reason it was put in the movie is because they didn't actually have the rights to use Dracula as an adaptation. So they created this other false ending to be really? able to say that this is a different vibe. I've got, I've got one last thing that I want to throw in before we move on, which is that um, there's been a study that's shown that male kangaroos can attract the opposite of sex. What's the
1: opposite of sex?
3: Oh, the opposite sex. Oh, right. what, yeah. what I
1: normally <laughs> end
4: up having, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: They are cool. But, their yeah. genus
4: is Pongo, isn't it? Which oh, I quite yeah. like, the so, Pongo genus. And I also love reading about gorillas when you're reading it, like the new scientist, because they put their scientific name after it. And obviously for gorilla, their scientific name is gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. So they just, nah. they'll refer to a gorilla, and then in brackets it just sounds like they're chanting. <laughs> <laughs> like, gorilla, gorilla, gorilla.
5: Um, I only think of Pongo as being a name for extremely posh people. You? Yeah. <laughs> I've never uh, even heard that as a yeah. name yeah. so posh. Oh, wow. Well, there's the secret clubs I'm a member of yeah. where, you know, they tell you the secret names that really posh people have. It's
1: <laughs> um, true. We think that we have nicknames for posh people, but actually, those posh people have nicknames for even posher yeah. people, <laughs> people who have nicknames for even. Yeah. Basically, the people at the top are just calling the queen Ponga.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, myths and legends. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> who here has heard of the. Uh, the snow yeti of wales <laughs> 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 wales have their own yeti <laughs> Do they really yeah it's a really lovely story uh this is the description of it by the locals he has rep- it's a repellent beast that has razor sharp teeth a matted coat and eyes of flames uh he has blue earwax that trickles down his chin he lives alone in an igloo <laughs> at the top of mount Snowden. <laughs> right. and um yeah, he, uh, he, uh, beneath his, uh, heart of stone, uh, he has, uh, someone who he cared about. So that's why he's angry. God, oh. do you know so
4: many people who've climbed Mount Snowden, it's bizarre that none of them has <coughs> ever mentioned it. Spotted him. an
3: igloo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's something I could go and look for. Do yeah. you, when we tell you all our facts
5: <laughs> for the week, <laughs> so we can all look them up, do you just type them plus Yeti into Google? <laughs> <laughs>
2: genuinely yes
3: (laughs) (laughs) Dan you're quite hushy aren't you Mm, yeah I can grow a beard quite well Um, ever done it uh, yeah I have Uh, it doesn't work what do you mean? It what, just doesn't... What kind of function is it supposed well, to Well, he serve? was aiming to look
1: like Brian Blessed.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, it's no. meant to suit your face, isn't it? It's meant to, you know, if you uh, grow a bit, you know, whatever you have on your face, you want it to suit it and I guess it so. doesn't really suit it. Uh, speaking of Brian Blessed, um, he told me that when he was in Tibet last, um, a lot of the encounters that a lot of the Tibetans and the stories that come out about the idea that there are these ginormous yetis, I'm going into oh, yetis for God. a second, it turns out that um, the majority of people uh, or yetis that they thought they were seeing actually turned out to be Westerners because most explorers, when they go out into these icy cold regions, they don't shower for months on end, they can't shave or anything, their beards grow even thicker up there, uh, I guess because of the climate. I don't, I don't know what, if there is an actual science behind that, but they just by the time they see anyone who's a local, they look like this weird-ass creature because they're wearing fur clothes, their face is furry as hell. So the majority of Westerners who have been killed locals it's because they've mistaken them for a yeti or a brown bear the
4: majority of westerners In, uh,
3: <laughs> explorers who would uh go into these kind of uncharted territories
2: really sauce prime s- this blessed. is sauce, brian blessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah no i, I believe it. always speaking, believe brian yeah
0: the most plausible fact i've heard about yetis from you yet but that's it's all relative. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when thomas moore was beheaded he moved his beard out of the way and famously said my beard has not committed treason which <laughs>
3: those were his last words his last words my poor beard doesn't deserve this nor did his neck though
4: well indeed I think surely your whole body's done it or none of it yeah maybe the beard grew post-treason <laughs> <laughs>
0: some cars that are too quiet Um, some of the hybrid cars um, uh, the car makers have had to put artificial machines into the engines to make them loud so that people can hear them coming because people aren't ready yet for quiet cars and Mm -hmm. also the BMW M5 engine is so quiet that they've had to get the car to they sorry the, the BMW M5 engine is so quiet that it artificially um, plays car noises, engine noises inside the car on the stereo system so that people sound feel like they're driving a proper car with a real wow. noise. Wow. <laughs> In <laughs> case they forget cool. they're driving. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Should turn on the
4: TV.
3: It doesn't feel right because it's so quiet, it must, be, yeah, it must be hard to know when a thing is on or off if the noise that you're used to yeah, hearing with it is quiet. a They a...
1: say that the um, ATMs have that, don't they? I don't know if that's true even, but they say that if you... Uh, get money out of an ATM it makes this whirring noise and they don't need to make that whirring noise but they put that in so that you feel like it's actually doing something like it's counting your cash yeah I don't know if that's true. true It's I still of, love the
3: ones that, uh, when you when you ask for money it, the fax noise still comes out <laughs> have you ever been on no, one of those? No. they're like in, in uh, corner shops when they have the separate kind oh, yeah. of you know it'll charge you two pounds to take out yeah oh. you hear this dial up fax noise <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't know who and you're
1: they... the only person who knows about that because you're the only person who uses cash machines that charge you I do but I always get out like five hundred pounds because I think I want to get my money <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: weird psychologically you have to justify that two pounds it's true by... it's like
1: two pounds to five hundred pounds it's only like what point. 5% or something not 0.75% yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're basically making money yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I found something great thing about temperature and nests. Uh, The sex of an alligator and some other reptiles like lizards and turtles is determined by how warm the nest is that they're laid in. So for alligators if um, the egg is kept in a nest at 30 degrees it turns out female and if it's 34 degrees it turns out male. Really? Yeah. How cool is that? That sounds
4: like the kind of nonsense that Aristotle would have made
3: up. It (laughs) sounds like (laughs) Pliny (laughs) the Elder like bullshit. I thought you were going to say my name. (laughs) (laughs) You you are the new Aristotle. What a nonsense. Damn. <laughs>
1: no, that definitely is true.
4: Wow, because Aristotle thought that if we had a war, if men had a warm right testicle at the time of sex, then it would be a boy and vice versa, didn't he? No, that was dumb.
3: That was, <laughs> that was <just laughs> Dan,
1: sorry.
2: and
3: that's why I continue to wear a hot water bottle around my right testicle. Strapped <laughs> on every sexist. time I'm trying for babies. Unfortunately, no one wants to have sex with me, so it's could be the hot water <laughs> bottle yeah. that's holding you back. Oh, you. Um, um there was there was also the female Pope, wasn't there? No. Did that never? She never no, exists. She wasn't real. Oh, good, because the stories were just so conflicting. Pope, what I read Pope about Joan, her. Pope Joan, is that it? Pope Joan. She um hey. she died either by being mauled by an angry mob or of natural causes. <laughs> like <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a hell of an inquest. You've got there. <laughs> these wounds are
1: consistent with one of <laughs> two possible deaths. <laughs> I have a question for you this week, uh, and it is about technology, and it goes thus. In 1860, a new technology entered European life. Women who used it complained that it caused...
3: (laughs) Was it the telephone? It was the telephone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, come on, team. Let's hold this together. Okay, I have a question for you. Um, It is about technology uh, from the 19th century, and it goes like this. In 1860, a new technology entered European life. Women who used it complained that it caused extreme genital Mm -hmm. excitement... What technology am I talking about? Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Was it Tom Jones?
3: <laughs> I think he's a bit older than that. <laughs> oh, was it the um, was it the saddle on a bicycle? Oh,
1: ah, that mm. is about the right Ooh.
3: time. I All like right.
4: the saddle saddle option because uh, bicycles were strongly disapproved of for women because they were thought to be a turn on, weren't yes, they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And women shouldn't yeah. be aroused when you yeah. go over
1: the cobbles. Yes. Just gonna do it.
4: Was it the portable bath? which okay. was also invented in 1860 or 1861, I think, which is like a bath on wheels. But it was also like a four-poster bed, so you had those curtains around it, and then you could be pushed all about the house. I guess
1: this is I where saw this that in Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> people Why?
4: used to
5: go around the streets with portable baths, I think, and then you could have one. I,
4: <laughs> I think,
2: think that's true. Oh, like, a, like a bath
4: merchant. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. And you, oh, used okay.
5: to, you used to have papier-mâché baths as well. Some people invented those. Aren't, isn't that an incredible... Because wow. it was really light. And it was actually yeah, and also not waterproof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Papi mache is waterproof. Is
3: it? That must have been so hard to locate people you were looking for, like in your home at the time. It was like, where's, where's Dad? It was in the bath. So is, that... <laughs> is that the kitchen, or is it? Yeah. No, down it's, it's down the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm afraid none of you are right. Oh. Oh, it was the sewing machine. And oh. French women who worked in sewing machine places from dawn until dusk uh, would um, do it all day and then complain to their husbands at the end of the day that they'd had extreme genital um, wow. excitement. Wow. I think they're using it wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, right or wrong.
5: George Eliot, her real name was uh, Mary Ann Evans, yes, is that right. right? I think the first thing she wrote under the name George Eliot was an essay called Silly Novels by Lady Novelists.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: that's great. And
5: it was basically slacking off all the women writers of the yeah. time, saying these women are shit. Oh, it no. sounds like
1: she was trying to get people off the sense, doesn't it, a little bit. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. this person could never be
3: a woman, yeah. they're so misogynistic. Yeah.
1: Let's hope um, so. I don't know the
3: Brontes also they all did. Yeah, well, they writing picked, under pseudonyms. They put really weird names:
5: Cura Bell, Ellis Bell, and Acton Bell. None of which is Actun-Bell. actually a name yeah. if you look at them. But, um, they
4: they did. Ellis is a name.
3: Ellis is. Oh, I suppose so.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, maybe they're rare names that we don't have anymore. Yeah.
3: But Acton's not so much. It's
4: more a part of London. Yeah. Their name.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I want to open a studio in Acton called Lights Camera Acton. Oh, that's a very good idea yeah.
3: <laughs> but um we can start a uh, German club that gets things done It's called
5: Acton Acton <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. I'm going to go have some acton classes acting classes no 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 Acton. <laughs> acting classes learning about acton yeah. <laughs> Acton was founded in nineteen thirty four
3: someone's had some acting classes.
2: <laughs>
1: A study done in 2005 um, of a hundred academics, critics and writers and they found that of the men, four out of every five said the last novel they read was by a man. Yeah. I
5: think the last novel I read was by a woman.
1: Was it?
4: Well done you, you're such a yeah. modern man. <laughs> well
5: it was
3: by George Eliot, I actually thought it was a man though when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing that was done recently by the BBC History magazine which was to find the most stylish, fashionable Briton of all time.
5: <laughs> <coughs> Did I place... <laughs> Okay, I have one more thing, which is about. It's not directly related, but I found it in the course of my researching, which is about appearance and sexuality. Um, and it's. It, a recent study shows that men who watched sexy videos or handled uh, lingerie sought immediate gratification, even when they were making decisions about completely different things, about like, money and, and, or sweets or whatever. Um, so they tested um, your sort of delayed gratification ability, and it declines. But the way that. The three things they tested men out for were uh, looking at pictures of beautiful women watching video clips of young women in bikinis running through a park or touching bras
2: <laughs> <laughs> apparently
5: that's what men are like if you just let them touch a bra not attached to someone just a bra hmm. that they're, they're all uh, self-control out of the window
4: um, have you guys seen the sniper outfits for the Iranian army?
3: Oh, um, well, I it, did, no. yes. Um, the whole point
4: of snipers are not meant to see them. <laughs> so yeah. they they have an outfit. <laughs> so they've given the game away. Well, it's a camouflage. Um, oh, it's not like very colourful. No, but they look like, so they basically dress up their snipers as giant compost heaps. They look exactly like that character <laughs> Chewbacca. Um, you know, that, what's he called? That Wookiee. A Wookiee. They look like yeah. Wookiees. It's extraordinary and you see them on parade and they're these huge green haystacks and it's obviously obviously meant so you can Whoa. hide in a bush and then snipe you but way also you want to move your arms quite easily if you're dressed up as a haystack wouldn't i think you re- could just sit there and watch for ages <laughs> at it's what like, point do you tree. put that on
3: like you wouldn't get on the tube and leave your house kind of <laughs> no one on will know i'm here yeah. <laughs> that
4: haystack that rides a district line yeah and maybe when you enter the bush also there's enough bush around you why do you need to disguise yourself as a bush if you're in a bush that is your disguise. No, yeah, then you're a bush, are a bush within a bush within a bush. Mm. You are a whole bush. Yeah. Be the bush. Be the
5: bush, which is the, the, the motto of Josh W. Bush. <laughs> <Be> the bush. <laughs> the bush. That's the an bush. Old bush family motto, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
4: Is that he why Iran had so much beef with him? He stole their catchphrase. Yep. Yeah.
5: <laughs> be the bush does sound like a fun quiz show that uh, we should make.
4: <laughs> mm. to it our lips.
5: it's just a load of bushes and you have to guess which one is a person <laughs> I mean, that's a really nice idea
3: camouflage the TV series <laughs> yeah. you just which of these is not a tree <laughs> but it's very very hard to find the TV series camouflage in the listings yes yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it
4: disguises itself with other names well, we should be universe. the radio time we should <laughs> just claim
3: that we're six series in
4: <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, you've never <laughs> seen it yet <laughs> Say, the I least use... successful TV show ever which is exactly what we hoped for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are thrilled
2: <laughs> with the results <laughs> fucking burns. we need to continue <laughs> 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 we need
4: to pick up that laugh where we left off can
2: <laughs> we
0: just <laughs> no
2: <laughs>
0: well now you can see why they edit the podcast so heavily Dan, James, Andy and Anna will be back again next week I won't Happy New Year.